is the Jose Show. Jose Show. And welcome to another exciting episode of the Jose Show. I am your host, Jose Roldan Jr. And today's very special guest is a director. Um, he has uh, directed such things as The Struggle Within, A Walk Through the Ashes, and the film that he just completed that, or yeah, he just completed directing that I was actually in is called The Hanging of William Kane, which is a Western, so it's actually pretty cool. So I'd like to introduce to everybody Preston Walden. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing good. It's a, it's a beautiful day here in Florida. You're in Tampa. I'm in Zephyr Hills. So it's, it's actually a beautiful day today. It is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I'd do this outside. So. No, nothing wrong with that. It's nice. Yeah. I got my little background, but uh, so um, to let everybody know how I got involved with Preston, um, when I was uh, doing a um, the meetings with JC Films, um, Deborah Paulson was in there and she was auditioning or she was in the class because we were doing acting class, and then she had come to us and said that she was going to do some films, and then she said that uh, Preston was doing a film called The Hanging of William Kane, and you know if you want to get involved, you know message him. And that's how, how I got involved with Preston um, being on the set of his movie. And uh, so before we go into that, um, like, how did you get started in filmmaking? Like, what did you do before filmmaking that made you want to get into filmmaking? Um, I started off actually, act, uh, I, uh, I did a lot of uh, theater in school, college and, and whatnot, um, and uh, community theater. And I was just really loved the acting uh, I did a couple short films back in the like early '90s, which mm-hmm. back then, I mean, <laughs> it, 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 yeah, it was a uh, it wasn't much, but uh, I I did quit for a little bit, um, and uh, I got you know just did some normal stuff like, yeah. <laughs> um, but um, 2005 2006, I went into this class. Mm-hmm. A friend of mine uh, said, "Hey, you should go to this acting class." It had been a while. Um, and I was like, sure, you know, I, I still love it. And, uh, you know, give you the, the short version, uh, you're in the class. I started kind of getting ideas, uh, like what I wanted to write. And the more I thought about it, the more I was pushing away from acting and more so went into to what's on the other side of the camera. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started trying to learn to produce, I was writing, um, basically, you know, shutting up and, you know, listening, uh, and, you know, asking questions and stuff like that, the right, you know, meeting people, um, you know, just, um, just learning. Um, and 2013, I shot my, I directed my first film. Um, so, uh, I, I kind of started acting and writing, learning to produce and, and then directing, uh, years later. And of course, 2000, nine around there 2008 2009 you know nothing was happening because of the uh you know of uh of the economy yeah so um just basically was writing and just doing all that and um you know years later here we are now is it is it difficult to write scripts for a film yeah it's kind of a kind of a um interesting question mm-hmm. and it's not in, like a straight off um it depends um, for me, for me first, and a lot of writers are, different. um, for me, I have to have, I, I can have so many ideas, but if I have an idea that sticks with me for a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. then I think, okay, I, 
I think I need to, uh, I think I need to write. Something's telling me I need to write. Um, so, um, but I can have an idea and then all of a sudden, bam, it's gone. And I really don't think about it. So, um, but, but then the writing comes in. Um, some scripts are easier than others. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've written everything from drama to uh, 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 period pieces, uh, suspense, family, um, you know, pretty much even, even in comedy. I have a comedy I'm actually filming this coming weekend. Oh, cool. um, and I never really had written a comedy before. So I thought, well, you know, let me just try that. So um, uh, it, it's, it just depends on the story itself. Yeah. Um, some some scripts need like months of research, especially if they're period pieces yes. and if they're based around a truth. But um, I don't know. Some some scripts will just write themselves. As, oh, wow. as I'm starting it, I think it's going to go in a certain place, and then all of a sudden it goes somewhere else, and it surprises me. But you know, I do get the writer's block, like everyone, <laughs> you know, every writer does. Uh, music helps. Music uh, for me. Um, I'll listen. I have a lot of scores um, I'll listen to, and if it has to be that that type of feel mm-hmm. and that type of genre that which I'm writing, and that actually helps a lot. Oh, that's good. Yeah. See, I I have a story that I want to write, and it's 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 a real story, and it's kind of faith based. And I've wanted to do a book for years, but now that I'm kind of in the the media realm, I would love to have it you know shot on film. And I mean, I could probably make it a, an hour movie, but honestly, I think I would rather do a short version, like a short 20 or 30 minute movie, um, because it, it, it expand. this movie would be, it expands over many of years. And so, you know, I'm still trying to work that down, you know, put everybody that I want in the film, um, and then, you know, I have to collaborate with my ex-wife because she's a part of it to, uh, because some of the stuff I just don't know because, um, either I wasn't there at the time when some of the stuff was told to her. So it's, it's something it's, it's in the writing. I've, I've got like a, like a sentence down, but it's a start, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it all begins with a word. Yeah. And definitely I would love to get it made eventually. And, and then the thing is who would make it, you know, cause funding would be a thing because obviously I don't have a bankroll. Um, so, you know, it'd be something that I would actually have to pray about and, and, and seek the Lord to see, Hey, who can make this film? How can I get money to do it? But, um, so eventually, one day I can get that done. Now, um, one of the questions I had sent you is, what are some of the obstacles and challenges you have encountered um, being a director? Oh, um, oh, really quick, go back to screenplay really quick. Okay. What I, what the two most important things is, is of course story, mm-hmm. but also once you have your story, find the human element. Okay. Because you want your your audience to care about your your character. That makes sense. And the one and the one thing is. Find the human element. Doesn't matter what genre. People have asked me before, what's your favorite? What's your favorite uh, thing to write? What kind of genre do you like? Yes. It doesn't matter the genre, and if it's story, if it's a good story, I feel that has to be told, and then developing the characters. No matter what genre, you add the human element to make people care. That makes sense. So uh, okay, now to answer your this question, um, challenges um, and directed. Oh wow! Um, it, it could be one big thing is the elements. If you're if you're, if you're filming exteriors, you are dealing with noise, planes, cars, 
you know, just it, it could be out in the middle of nowhere and hear machinery going like oh, the hanging of William Kane. We had to stop for a couple of yes. times because someone in, in the next field over was mowing. I mean, how dare them mowing? Or there was several planes uh, and planes. <laughs> it wasn't as bad, but um, I was like, how dare them mow their lawn, their own lawn on a Saturday? <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I mean, you know, stuff like that. You're worrying about you know, weather, uh, clouds, you know, the sun, just all kinds of things. Um, and the next one, I would say locations. Sometimes locations fall through. I've had a couple in the past where all of a sudden it's like a week away and you I've lost like like a locate like two locations. Um oh man. And um I mean for me it's okay, just go to plan B. Just you know, what's the next up next, you know? I mean, things are going to happen. Um Quentin Tarantino actually has I've heard has a writer on some of his sets where because if they had to change locations because of certain things they have to you know kind of rewrite scenes so he has a writer like writing you know just kind of updating you know the scenes so um yeah so i mean a lot of stuff is is like that uh the the directing part i absolutely love um but it's more of um it's it's just it's things that you have to deal with um, that you sometimes you have no control over. Um, I mean, yes. but I think the more pre-production you have, the the better uh-huh. it's going to be. I think when you start, you start filming. Um, so, but you know, things do happen. So those are two of the things: uh, locations and also exterior, um, and also interior as well. You know, you're you're fighting time. You know, as they say, time is money. Yes. Yes, you're you're fighting times so that you're having set up. There's makeup. There's you know just all kinds of things that you're trying to kind of get. And if you're on a, a union set, then there's also uh, things that you have to keep in mind, like like lunch penalty. Uh, every four hours you have to go you know you know have lunch. Uh, if you don't, you can have a penalty. Um, if you go over, wow, you have to go over a certain amount of time. Then it's like you're, you're paying like time and a half overtime. Um, it's just things like that where you know you have to, and that's why you have to have a great crew. You know what they know, what they're doing, that they're in sync. Um, I, I I compare uh, a crew on set, a movie crew, mm-hmm. to a car engine because all the all the components in it and the engine, they do their own thing. They're they're not worrying about what the others. Thing like the carburetor is not worried about what the spark plugs are. Spark plugs aren't worrying about what yes. the brake or the uh, um, uh, batteries do. You know, they all. But if some if something doesn't work right, what happens? You start kind of sputtering. Right? You know, it's the same yes. way with a film. That's why you have to have such. When you have great people around you, it does make it easier. But but even so, you're you're going to face challenges and things that you may just not have any control and, and that makes sense i can understand that and you know i didn't realize uh, uh what all the aspects actually before i talk uh, with that let me go and take a commercial break so that way i don't have to worry about it <laughs> you're listening to the jose show on turfs up radio from the east coast to the west coast and around the world no one rocks like turfs up radio turfs up radio your industry your station 
And welcome back to the Jose Show. I am your host, Jose Roll Dan Jr. And tonight we're talking with director Preston Walden. So um, I didn't realize what all is involved in, in filming and making a movie because uh, when I got to be on set of your movie, The Hanging of William Kane, um, you know, uh, I was just um, overwhelmed, you know, seeing because before when I was younger, I wanted to be behind the camera. I wanted to be a cameraman and I was actually going to go to school for that. And then I got married. And so here, um, it was like 30, 30 years ago. So I'm 50 now. So I'm actually getting to make films or help with films. And, um, you know, there were so many people on the set. Um, it was just amazing. Uh, you know, you had uh, two cameras, you had the dolly, you had the crane, um, you know, in the Western town. And, you know, when I put on my, my, my clothes that I had, I, I didn't think they were the best, but you know what? It, it was pretty cool. And it almost felt like I was in a different time period. Um, even though, you know, we're in 2022, it, it just felt like it seeing everybody, uh, doing their part, whether it's the cameraman or the director or the uh, producer or, or, um, the extras or whatever. It's just amazing. Like you said, it, it's part of a car. Everybody, you know, has their part. And, and then, you know, when the director says quiet on the set and, and, you know, action, you know, generally most of the time the people actually stop. There may have been a few people that were still talking and, you know, I can understand sometimes when, when the director gets frustrated, like you're trying to do a film and like you said, time is money. And when you got to redo a scene because somebody didn't stop talking or, or whatever, you know, it does cost money because you need daylight to do certain scenes. And, and then if you got to go into the next day to shoot the same scene that you could have got done, um, it does get frustrating. But I tell you being on the set, I mean, we were fed well. I mean, I, I'm telling you, man, that's like some of the best food I've had, <laughs> um, you know, and, and watching you in action and, um, you know, and I like how you, you took control because when you were doing the one scene, you know, you told everybody, hey, I don't mind you taking pictures, but you can't take pictures of this scene because this is the plot. And, you know, hopefully everybody complied because, you know, I didn't take anything when it came to that because, you know, I, I, trust me, I don't want to get on the director's bad <laughs> side. But, um, you know, it's just amazing. Um, I, I mean, it's just amazing set and, and uh, that is just so cool. So when you were filming that movie, um, what was it like? Like, because you had a lot of people on set, um, especially the extras. I don't know. You had at least 50 or 60 extras. Um, so what was it like doing the hanging of William Kane? It was my first Western and uh, it was actually a great experience. Um, you know, just, you know, working with a lot of people I've never worked with. And um, it, so, you know, you, you can kind of, you know, see how other people work. And uh, as always fun, but um, the uh, the film itself was uh, it, it was it was a great it was a great experience. Um, long days we and we had to. Speaking of dark, that place gets there's no lights up, so we had to like go you know, bam 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 you know. Um, but uh, no, it was fun. It was it was great to work in a uh, uh, a place where. You know, you don't have to really pretend that because you have it all there from the wardrobe, yes. the buildings, the horses, you know, uh, the guns, which everything was safe. Let everyone know yep. <laughs> it was all safe. Yeah, it was. Um, and just, you know, and it just just the whole sh whole shebang. It was it was really, really a great experience. Um, I've never uh, like I said, I've never taught a Western so that was, um, I learned some things too. Some like some lingo and 
and what this is and that is and, and stuff like that. So it, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. So. I'll tell you one thing that's kind of memorable for me is uh, I've never done so, you know, because I've only been doing extras um, for a couple of movies. So I'm, I'm kind of new to all this. And I, I go, man, I've never done so much running in my life. I mean, here, I'm a bigger guy and it's kind of hard for me to run. And then when I was doing that one scene and I. Fell, oh, yeah, I remember that. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, oh, my goodness. And I got back up and I thought I thought, oh, man, tomorrow when I wake up, I'm going to be in so much pain. But you know what? I actually wasn't. Oh, I, I guess I landed just in the right mm-hmm. way, and um, I was fine, you know. Uh, but man, I, it it was funny, and 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 I remember the one lady on your crew. She ran over and she started laughing. She goes, "It's so funny, but are you okay?" Yeah. And I go, "Yes, I'm fine." <laughs> but I'm like, "Man, I hope you got that on film or something," because I know I was in the scene, but then I passed the, uh, I guess, the pole that had the light on it. So I don't know if you got it after that, but that would have been a nice blooper if you had blooper reels coming well, up. Well, you could add stuntman um, but, to your uh, resume. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Like, man, I don't think I want to do stunts anymore. But, uh, yeah, that was that was really cool. And, um, you know, I, I thank you for allowing me to be Absolutely. in your film. Um, that that was an experience that I hope it gets created again in other films. But, man, it's it's just that was amazing. And I'm looking forward to when it comes out to – to see, you know, you know, because I can read a script, um, and I can't understand it. But w- once I start seeing the the scenes come into play, then I kind of understand it. Now, once this thing gets put together, I'm really excited to see it because I just want to see how it all turns yeah. out. Um, you know, because with the movie magic, you know, you know how to do all the cuts and edits and and to add the score and everything to it. So, um, man, I, I'm just looking forward to this. I'm like a little giddy schoolgirl waiting to see it <laughs> At, on may 12th we have to go back to shoot just a couple of scenes um but uh, other than that we're we're pretty much done so um that's yeah. pretty cool yeah, so now um out of all the films that you've directed mm-hmm. which one was your favorite and why oh, wow. um <laughs> oh i would say hmm, it's a hard yeah one. um it it might be either where the land meets the sky, which is my last feature film. Um, it's out okay. right now, or I um, I did one about four years ago. Um, that it was one of these like uh, films. It was like twenty, I don't know, maybe like I don't know. It was twenty minutes anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it was called uh, uh, the Forgotten Hell, and it was uh, it was the story is nineteen forty four. And it was supposed to be on the border of uh, Romania and Hungary and towards the latter of the war. And it's about these three women. Uh, one of them is Romanian. The other two are German. And they're hiding her out so she can, she's a Romanian Jew. And she can, she can be um, taken into Switzerland. And, um, and, I just, and the, the actresses who I know, both of them are, are, are German and the other one is Romanian. So I thought of an idea of maybe we could do this where they actually uh, do it in their own language and with English subtitles. Wow, and uh, we did it in black and white. Um, and it's, it's, uh, it's a one location shoot. Um, and uh, it, was, well, it was actually really, really rewarding uh, for doing something that I, it, was, it was very challenging. And not just for myself. I mean, challenging for actresses as well because they have to know, they have to understand each other in the film, but in real life, they didn't. So not only did they have to rehearse, they had to rehearse in their own, and, and uh, 
both German and Romanian. Um, so that was, it was a great challenge. It was a great challenge. Oh man. You know, there is a, I can't remember the name, but there is a series on Netflix. Um, they actually filmed the series twice, each episode, one in their native tongue, which I think was Swedish or Danish. And then again in English. So that way there would be no dubbing or no subtitles. And I'm like, wow. man, I can't imagine how much work That's that a lot took of work. to actually. <laughs> yeah, it felt, apparently what they did is as they did the scene, they did that, that first scene in English and then they redid it again. And, you know, so they didn't do the whole episode. You know, they did scene by scene and recorded um, English and, like I said, Danish or Swedish. And uh, so, wow, so that's amazing. Now, when you're not directing, writing, um, what do you do? Like, what is your pastime? What is the uh, hobbies that you like? To sleep. Do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love sleeping, too. Um, I don't know. Um, I like, um, so when I'm not writing, filming, or producing, Yes. I'm pretty much sleeping. <laughs> um, no, I... Um, Hey, <laughs> no, uh, I love like, you know, like just doing like exploring different things, um, either, either going out to like, you know, like downtown or like different festivals, um, you know, even to, I, don't, I don't know, just kind of like, you know, go to the movies, um, watching football during football season, um, okay. you know, just kind of, you know, going out and exploring and I love, I love to travel, um, um, you know, just, you know, not really, not too much of a complicated kind of guy. Um, oh, that's yeah. good. <laughs> but uh, no, it's um, about a lot of it. You know, I, you know, I always like try to um, at the, at towards the end of the year or maybe a couple months before the end of the year, I like to kind of put out like, okay, what am I going to do like film wise uh, the next year? Um, of course, COVID kind of really kind of backed up plans and I had I had things I was going to do and I had to actually put those on the shelf um and I had to you know because I have an idea of okay, this is what I want to do blah 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 and then also too that you know I, I think uh you know when I have an idea of what to film then I look and I look at the landscape and go is this is this gonna is this is this if I shoot this now if I put this out now is this the right time so so yes. if I if I don't, then I have extra time to try to figure out anything else I want to do and and stuff like that, you know. So I've always wanted to go scuba that dive. Makes sense. Um, I've I have I know someone she scuba dives and um, I've I gotta get my certification of course before I can do that, but yeah. um, you know just like stuff like that. That um, it, when I have really a lot of time, I like to try to. Like I said, travel and, and do stuff like that. So, but a lot of times, um, you're gonna find me like writing or, or something like that. Just trying to, you know, keep improving and keep, you know, going to the next step. Because you know, you can't go from the bottom of the step to the top of the step without actually taking steps. So, exactly, I agree. I agree. Now, um, what are some of the stuff that you have, uh, the projects that you have coming up, and and say the next six months? Um, well, I have one, um, this weekend, uh, it's called the holiday switch, um, stars, uh, Deborah Paulson, <laughs> the aforementioned Deborah Paulson, um, um, uh, Joe Cook, who was also in, um, uh, the hanging of William Kane as well. Um, I like Joe. He's yeah. Nice. Uh, uh, amazing Diana Durango, 
uh, Carmen Shreve. Um, um, who am I? Uh, is Dennis? In yeah. It? Oh yeah. Yeah. Dennis. Dennis is in it. Um, and uh, uh, a young actor, uh, Ryan uh, Holding, who does a lot of uh, uh, theater work. Um, but but oh, cool. uh, he's in it as well. So it's a small small cast. Uh, no extras in it. Just it's like two locations. And, oh, and cool. it's just a little uh, holiday con- called the holiday switch. And, um, you know, it's it's just one of those little little things that I thought it would be just kind of uh, fun to do. Um, and uh, then after that, in uh, Labor Day, is that more than six months? Uh, mm, no, Labor Day is in September. Okay, yeah. Eh. Math is hard. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, I'm doing... Um, Actually, me and again the aforementioned Deborah Paulson, um, we are actually going to be in a film together, uh, which I wrote. I'm directing, and I'm also going to co-star with her uh, in uh, called the. Uh, um, oh my God! <laughs> wow, this looks bad. Um, uh, um, <laughs> Sanct- Sanctum in the Mist. Oh, cool. and, and uh, it takes place in the 1970s. Um, oh, that's it's- easy. I mean, that's easy. That's yeah, cool. I mean, it, and it's almost pretty much uh, like a one location thing as well. So some of the, both of these are very like one, maybe two locations, um, which makes so much. Uh, but then I have late October, which we don't have an exact date yet, but uh, Carver Coat, which is uh, a feature film that's going to be a union. And it's like psychological cool. horror mystery. It's like X-Files meets Twin Peaks. Cool. Yeah. So, now, like I told Deb before, if uh, if you need somebody to die, let me know. <laughs> I want to do it. <laughs> so that will we're going to need a lot, of, um, uh, and all of this is in the Tampa Bay area. Um, and um, so, yeah, that's uh, so I have two smaller projects. Um, I'm I'm not I'm not going to cut my, I, you know, I really need a haircut, but I'm not going to cut it because in the 1970s, I play kind of a recluse yep. writer. Um, and she was a journalist that kind of gets stuck and we, we both have kind of issues that it's a really human story and it's um, so I'm going to grow this out. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I'm going to grow this out. I'm, well, I'm, I'm going to cut it before then, but like a week, like, like a week yeah. or so before um, the only time I've ever had like almost a full beard, I got COVID back last April and I did not feel uh-huh. like whatsoever to, to cut it. I'm like, Oh, you know, so I looked at myself. I'm like, sick or not, I've got to shave. You got to shave. Yeah, but yeah. for this, I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna, you know, now that I'm getting older and I'm getting more, my, more gray in my beard, I think it's just gonna add to it. So, um, it'll, it's, it's gonna be fun. So those are the three things um, are that can be coming up, and then later next year, another feature, which. Um, I was going to do about, about two years ago, of course, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. COVID. Um, and it, that's a, uh, it's a, a love story, kind of a uh, Nicholas Sparks movie uh, called, and then came you. Um, so uh, yeah. So um, yeah, it's, um, I, I like, as you can see, I like diversity and what I, what I write, what I direct, you know, so, but like I said, it always goes down to just the same thing. Good story. And uh, the human, uh, the human, um, you know, um, yeah, the humanity of this is why I write. I don't. <laughs> I know. I'm, I, I'm the same way. Sometimes we're going to go ahead and take a commercial break. You're listening to the Jose show. 
Hey folks, this is Jose Roldan. If you have a website or you would like to sponsor an episode of The Jose Show, just hit me up at zhills411 at gmail.com and in the subject line, put sponsor the show. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. And welcome back to The Jose Show. I am your host, Jose Roldan Jr. And tonight we're talking with director Preston Walden. All right, Preston, it has been... uh, a great pleasure talking with you. Um, I'm going to let you go ahead and reflect. Um, if you have any um, positive things to say, any advice you'd like to give anybody, and then share your social medias. Okay, uh, you can do it. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can do, do it. it. Um, I would say for any um, filmmaker, young filmmaker out there, I would say one of my one of my best advice. To, one of my best advice to give is when you start making a movie, don't make it for the audience because you will never make a movie that is going to be perfect because everyone, it's very, it's all subjective. You can make, you think the perfect movie and someone's going to find doesn't like it. You have others that are going to love it. So make the best movie that you can do. So remember, making a movie is hard. Making a good movie is harder. And, you know, so when you have your first movies out, you know, mess up mess up you know you know you know because you're going to learn but every time you do a film learn learn something you know go to a class you know uh do a um uh what is that called um master class um or or something like that 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 you're going just keep on learning the great michael kane once said the day i stop learning is the day i and so just just keep learning keep if you mess up it's okay because learn from it, learn what you did right, learn, learn what you did wrong, and go for it. But when you do a movie, do the movie the best of what your vision. Don't let others like persuade you on what your vision is if you are the director. Mm-hmm. Stand firm. It's going to be hard when you're, when you're new. But stand firm on your vision and the path that you want to go. And when you get there, you, whether or not if it's good or not, you did it the way that you wanted mm-hmm. to, but remember, do it the way you want and not for the audience. Because why? Because the audience are coming to your house to look at your, your, you know, your, your masterpiece, if you will, you know, and it's, then it's up to them whether they like. Um, so, I mean, you know, and just like I said, just keep on doing because there's going to be a lot of, you know, stumble. But um, I've said this before. Do not let the um, the uh, the roadblock on on the path uh, on your path become wall. You know, that you know, um, you know. Don't you know? There, there, you have roadblocks. You have off. Um, you know, I should have said obstacles, not roadblocks. But the op- don't let obstacles you know, get in the way. Uh, you know, don't let them become roadblocks. I should say. Sorry, it's a long day. Don't let the obstacles <laughs> no, on the road okay. to your success become your, the roadblock. You know, because we all have obstacles. I was just telling you, like obstacles and direct, but it's up to the individual on whether or not you keep going. And it, mm-hmm. and it, and that, and that, and that, like, will separate you from everyone else who's just breathing air. So, um, yeah, just, just keep on keeping on. You know, you know. <laughs> I like that. Uh, the more you do, the more you the, do, the more you. The manager, the manager at the radio station that I'm on. He says that keep on keeping on, and I'm like, that's I actually like those words. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, cool. so um, yeah, so yeah, and, and have fun. Do not forget to have fun. So, um, but anyway, 
Um, you can reach me on Facebook, Preston Walden. Um, I have a director's writer producer page as well under same name. Um, and I have okay. an Instagram. Uh, wow, this is, um, it's like P Walden. Uh, I think it's like I'll, I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, if, I, you, if you can't, I'm like you. I can't remember. I, I really don't. <laughs> I don't follow that. I, I'm really really bad at, at that. Uh, I'm working on a website right now. And after, and okay. um, I'm actually going to work on a reel after William Kane comes out. So I have this Western, you know, along with it. Um, but, um, but uh, yeah, Instagram or, um, or, or Facebook. So um, yeah, I don't have a, tw- I have a Twitter, but I haven't tweeted. Is that the right word? Tweeted. <laughs> I, I haven't done that. in I haven't been on that in probably three years. So you're not missing anything. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> you know, if it wasn't for like the free advertisement on Facebook, I won't be on there much. So. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, so that's, that's how you can find me. So yeah. And if, and if anybody would like to get a hold of the Jose show, um, you can do a search on Facebook. Um, just look up the Jose show. I have a page and a group and, and I also have to look up um, on uh, let's say Twitter. I am at Jose Roldan Jr. That's at J-O-S-E-R-O-L-D-A-N Jr. And on Instagram, I am the Jose Roldan. That's T-H-E-J-O-S-E-R-O-L-D-A-N. And my email is going to be in the show notes. I'm not going to give that out. Um, I'd like to thank uh, Director Preston Walden for being on the show. It was an honor and a pleasure. Thank you for having um, me. You're welcome, and hopefully, I can be in more of your films coming yeah, up. And, uh, and uh, oh, really, really quick, I'm going to start writing something brand new. Uh-huh. It's a story of Job, but in today's time. Oh, that'll be interesting. Uh, uh, it's basically simply called a man named Job, and um, yeah, because in the Bible times, he was put through lack of words. He was put through hell. Yeah, I mean, you mm-hmm. know, and I'm not cussing. That's oh just, no, he was. Um, and but he still believed. You know. Yeah. So I mean, I think it's the perfect time for that. Um, I, I told my. Uh, uh, my pastor one, I told him, you know, that my idea, he goes, I really like that. I said, now it doesn't, it doesn't tell after a certain point, his wife, where she, what happened to her. It just, just stopped. Yes. He, he, he laughed. He goes, well, it's because she kept nagging him. So they just, <laughs> she wasn't, yeah, but I would find it interesting, even though we don't know, still have that story somehow of, her as well along with telling of joe mm-hmm. because you know that she she was going through a lot too yes so you know i thought it would be really interesting to uh to kind of also approach it that way as well well if you need somebody to die in that film too just let me <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be the dying actor he dies in or, everything. or it'll be a stuntman <laughs> Hey, there you go. There you go. So, all right. Make sure you share this. Uh, po- had to think for a minute. This podcast episode with your friends, families, and your enemies because they may know. I can't say this right. They may no longer be your enemies. <laughs> thank you, Preston, for being on the show, and you have a good evening. All right, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to the Jose Show. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And see you next time on The Jose Show.